Welcome back, everyone, to the Punk Rock Horror Podcast and the first band showcase episode of the year of 2021. I am the Undead Matt. And I'm Krampus Cody. And today we are really excited to just not bring you more music and bring you more bands that we get to talk to that we love and that we know that you're going to love. But we're also just excited to bring on the band, the Negans themselves. Welcome, guys. We are glad to have you on. Thanks for having us. How are you? And those uh, who make up the Negans are going by the name of Jimmy, Rev, Joe, and Mark. Thank you guys again for being here today. We're really excited to have you on the first band showcase of the year. How, how does it feel being the first band for the Punk Core podcast for the year of 2021? Is, is there a lot of pressure? Yes. Uh, be, being yes. we're a post-apocalyptic band and we are, we've survived the apocalypse of 2020, that I feel like it's an appropriate, you know, for us to start off 2021 with you. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure you're still, you're still boiling rats for soup and, you know, just taking whatever cloth, yeah, making yeah. clothing as you can. I, I recently Catching watched... pigeons. <laughs> I, I recently so watched a, a Mad pigeons. Max again as well and it, it felt... Make my chicken wings. You're gonna make pigeons into chicken wings? <laughs> is that wait? Is that the whole the thing apartment. that I just missed? Is that Mad we're making pigeons into chicken wings? <laughs> yeah, I was like, we're gonna talk about Mad Max because everybody likes Mad Max, and you're just like, no, we're making pigeons into chicken wings and other weird homeless recipes. <laughs> Listen, yeah. enough breading and seasoning, you can make miracles happen. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Follow me for more delicious recipes. <laughs> Follow me I on just Twitter. Frank's Red Hot, you know? Oh Put that shit on everything. <laughs> it makes it it makes it good. I, I guess you could do the same with Tapatio. I I, uh, I don't know why we're going into like junk food mm-hmm. now, because we're supposed to be talking about the Negan. <laughs> I don't even know what Tapatio is. So oh, it's uh, it's another hot sauce. Like uh, Doritos has like sauce. a yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, they, they have a Tapatio Doritos mm-hmm. flavored chips and it's definitely tastes like it burns up my insides but i enjoy it no we'll have to get uh <laughs> i wonder if howie wowie's had that from nimvin he's always uh eating the hottest possible chips yeah i don't know how he does that i, I can't handle that it's, it's because we don't have to deal with his bathroom afterwards like he, <laughs> he eats the hot sauce and then like it's disastrous on door we got all, it. all I can handle is Frank's hot sauce. <laughs> Put that like shit it. on everything. I didn't exactly. realize we were going to get this real this fast. <laughs> <laughs> Here on the Punk Record Podcast, we're talking about all the important issues, oh, okay? <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're, we're gonna have to, we have to get him on here. We should do, I wish you get you guys and Howie Wowie, and if we can, just get Nimvin on here and have like oh, a whole yeah. like hot sauce like contest thing. And <laughs> oh, see, see, see how well that goes. I fucking love my hot right. sauces. I, I, I look forward to getting that email from him being Rev. I got, got this weird request, <laughs> and I think you name dropped me. And what's going on? <laughs> Why am I now eating I'm hot sauce hot now? Sauce why Why are they asking yeah, me about this? <laughs> um, but going back to it, Negans, who, who is the Negans? How did the Negans come to be? And, and what has the trip been like for everyone? <laughs> well, the trip has been uh, right now, nothing. But I, <laughs> so what happened What happened was, when did I even start this band? How, I, I don't even know ask, how long it's been. When did we start? Does anyone I, remember? Two years ago? Three years ago? Three years. Four years? Yeah. Who, no, anybody got some dice? Years. Anybody wants to dice roll this? I think it was three years ago. I think All it's right. three years ago because it was two, and then 2020 doesn't exist. So. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay, so no 2020. Okay. Yeah, so... So I started the band because I came off another band that I was sort of like, I've been together for a long time. It was called Jimmy Half Dead and the Dialogues. And I was in that band for like, 
10 years. I don't even know how long. And it was just like, you know, we were just together for so long. And it was just kind of towards the end. I just felt we were just together to be together because everybody just expected, you know, on Friday night and Saturday night to come to a show and get fucked up with me and, and me being a drunk mess. And, you know, I don't even know how I pulled those shows through. But at the end, I just felt like I needed to like grow and just do something different but similar. And I was kind of kind of jaded with everybody. And I kind of took uh, I sort of stopped music like doing music for a while. And uh, one day when I was one day, I just had this spark in my head and I was just like, damn. I all well, basically all the songs in Jimmy Hafton and dialogues were basically the views of serial killers and 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 Halloween people. Like what, like Frankenstein? What do they see? What are their feelings on things? And I was like, well, if I break down all the songs and they're all villains, I'm like, what would happen if I did a band basically based off of one villain? And 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 I was just like, one of my favorite villains of of DC is the Joker. And I was just like, that'd be crazy if we had the band called the Jokers. But that to me, that wasn't it. I was just like, then I, me and my wife, we watched The Walking Dead. And when, when I remember when Negan first came on screen, I'm like, oh my God, this guy is the Joker of the Walking Dead of the Apocalypse. And I'm like, and I was just thinking to myself, like, you know, like the Misfits, uh, the Ramones. And I'm like, wait, the Negans? How ridiculous would that be? And everybody, everybody who is, who is pretty much part of Negan, all claim to be Negan. So I'm like, how stupid that would be if we're all Negans. And then I was just like, that's it, the Negans. And I was just like, who the hell, who the hell can be part of this? No one's gonna want to do this. Nobody. Because thank you. So <laughs> thank you, Jimmy. For, for... <laughs> no, I, I just felt like us. it was so commercialized at the time. But I'm very, I, I'm very into like what's going on now. I love like, I love pop music. I love things that are like now i mean of course i like older music but i'm like a lot of people stay away from like newer bands and newer shows and newer characters but i'm all about that i love what's going on now so i'm like you know what i know someone else that would probably we've talked about being in a band together for years because we played show tons of shows together and that one person who is the greatest bass player on earth <laughs> I went to the Rev and I called the, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I had the whole plan was if Rev says yes, this is it. I'm going to go through with this because I didn't, I didn't realize I had so much power. I could have stopped. I could have, I could have ended this before. You could have stopped it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I had no idea. There's, so there's going to be the a, Rev. there's going to be a talk after this about the, the actual name of the band. But like, look, if I knew you were giving me this what? much leeway, <laughs> So, <laughs> so I, I like the fact though that yeah, I know I could have been like, oh, this, if I had my choice of names, we would have been like, you know, revets or something. You know, I don't know how like, I feel about being a revet. <laughs> I, I could have just, just done Jimmy Half Dead and the Revs. There you go. <laughs> what what was the band that was going to be with with Jim? It was Revy Rev and the Jimmy yes. Jims. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know, that's it. All right. Anyway, the then, point man. is, oh, yeah, no, that would be great. great. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so Jimmy came to me, asked if I wanted to be in the band. I, I obviously said yes because I'm here now. 
And uh, yeah, and then you've harassed Mark and Joe, right? Yeah, I, I then my next mission was <laughs> I need to find somebody that lost all, like that has given up on music. Like, <laughs> and I need someone like, with no hope. <laughs> no hope I, I, needed, I, needed, I needed somebody who was feeling the way I was. And I wonder if, if he said yes too, then I was like, oh, okay, this is all coming together. And then I asked Mark, because me and Mark used to have a lot of conversations about how, you know, going, you know, we've lost our like rock star ways and we're not going to be on MTV because MTV doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> and then I asked Mark and Mark, another puzzle to the piece. So, yeah, basically what happened with me was um, I was in a... Uh, a metal band called Devlin Sidus for about three years. And uh, it was a pretty wild ride. I got to play a lot of really big shows with them. I got to open for a lot of bands I looked up to in high school. Uh, but I ultimately sort of got ground into the, I got run into the ground by that band. And uh, I quit after three years and decided I was sort of done with music for at least a while. And uh, I think I was not playing actively for about nine months. And then Jimmy comes to me with this idea he has. And he's like, listen, I know that you're not playing anymore, but I have this idea for a band. And he pitches to me the whole idea he described. And I'm sitting there like, that's ridiculous and crazy enough to work. I'm down. So <laughs> that's how I ended up in this mess. <laughs> and then the final, the final piece was I needed a drummer. And I'm, I'm originally a bass player. I used to play, I've been playing bass since I was 14. That's what I started out. And I need a drummer that like gets my rhythm because I, I feel like I play guitar, like I play bass still. And I'm like, who the hell would play drums for any of this shit? And I was just like, shit, I know, I know a person that I talked to at one show, one time, and he likes Journey. I remember the conversation because I was like, everybody's always like, shitting. That's not me. Who are you talking about? <laughs> so, that was the drummer so, he wanted before he settled for me. <laughs> so, so I remember we, we clicked on that behalf because everybody shits on Journey. And I'm like, I love Journey. And then I remember like Joe had that conversation with me. So I went to Joe and I remember this specifically because the rules, the rules apply to Rev and Mark also. I, I went, but I specifically knew Rev. I mean, um, Joe was in two other bands and I'm like, he's not going to have time, but I need Joe to at least start this. So I went up, I I, I either send him a text or I talked to him and I'm like, Joe, I know you're so busy right now, uh, but I need something to help me just get a demo out just to just to help me do music. And I sort of like. And I was like, so be whoever you want to be, do whatever. And I I, wait, 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 wait. There's exit and clauses look at us. for us? I thought only Joe had the exit clause. <laughs> no. <laughs> wait, maybe. And that's how we broke but, up on the podcast. <laughs> hey, that's I'm up, I'm that's up, what we'll be I'm known up. for. <laughs> wait, my, my, last band, the Negans. my last band broke up at a kid's birthday party we were playing. So, oh, I mean, God. oh, wow. You know, it's got. All breakups need to happen publicly and <laughs> with with fans present. That thirteen year old probably had one of the best birthdays ever. He's like, I gotta see a band implode. <laughs> they were throwing stuff at each other. It was great. It was a good time. Jimmy, Jimmy was up upstairs getting laid. I was uh, trying to prevent my drummer from punching. I almost. I almost. 
I almost broke my legs because we were in this barn and I was on like the second floor of it and in this gap. And I was talking to this girl and I was like shit face. And I looked down and we're watching you guys. We're watching your band. And I'm like, oh, all of a sudden someone started throwing punches. And I'm like, I turned to her and I felt this like a just superhero. Some drunk Jimmy logic of I'll go save them. Yeah. I look at her and I look at her and I'm like, they're my friends. I'm gonna go save them. I jumped down and I and I jumped down drunkenly and I was like, all right, let's go. And everybody was gone. You guys, you guys, you guys beeped and ran out. And I almost broke my ankle. But I felt I felt like a superhero. I did a superhero landing. Yeah, there you go. There's so some, anyway, there's that's how Joe joined the band. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like the other story of Joe joining because we used to do the cabinet together, and so that's how you got to know Joe as a. Oh, that's that once. I, well, I just that, yeah. I knew Jimmy was that crazy drunk dude from the from the show. Sometimes so I figured that'd be all right. It was also I can, very, you know wow. I can just play around with that. <laughs> yep, yep, I was the drunk dude. Kind of. It it was also very convenient that Joe's band, uh, one of his bands, I should say, uh, quickly like uh, ended their career right when the Negan started. So we were able to literally jump on to like the the momentum from that band. They say we had we had we had. I think technically the band broke up while we were doing a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think you might be right. It was afterwards that I was checking my messages as I was constantly being pinged while we're trying to do the podcast. And look, I'm like, oh, there's like a hundred messages going from like, where are you two? I guess this band's over. Okay. (laughs) There's a whole conversation that I didn't have, but was... (laughs) I remember that and I was like oh my god what is happening and then but that can't be as worse as Rev's girlfriend almost breaking up him during a podcast oh yeah, those, her, yeah. yeah 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 Bre- breaking up with me on the live chat while we're discussing <laughs> Oh man! Oh yeah. my God! Please tell nice. me that nothing bad is happening now. <laughs> yeah, no, no, there's no uh, live chat. Yeah, like y'all are getting <laughs> messages now that something terrible is happening. <laughs> no, my 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 mother did call right before uh, this turned on, and I was all like, "Oh God, what's wrong?" And she was like, "No, no, it's fine. I'm just checking in." I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. I didn't know we were cursed. I didn't know we were cursed. Now, now we're cursed for doing live. Stuff. I do want to bring back the the podcast at some point, Jimmy. So you know, be be warned. So what? People are gonna die. There's gonna be typhoons. <laughs> we're like, <laughs> how worse can it get? Yeah, exactly. We'll be fine. It'll be fine. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, so that's the longest uh, story known to man of how uh, <laughs> how the Negans formed. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, that's awesome. So like, you, it was great. like we learned that everyone was linked somehow to a different podcast and everything, and like the whole band kind of got formed and like these like nice little things from that. But also, yeah, like, just cool, yeah. like hearing your guys' story, like how you guys met and everything. And Jimmy, I think you're my hero of jumping off of a second star just to jump down. <laughs> I got my friends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I at the time I just. Looked at this girl that was I was trying to probably impress during the night. I'm like, in my head, I'm going, watch this. And then when I landed, I'm like, oh my God, I almost died. I look up and she's like <laughs> looking at me like, oh what what the fuck am I with? Who am I with right now? It just it kills me because 
I'm the one that literally jumped into the middle of the fight yeah. to break it. Like I'm the one that actually did the superhero move, just not on, jumping on side, off the first floor. On a side note, you played with us. You played with uh, Jimmy yeah, I, Dead and Die yeah. Launch for the first time. So yeah, we're all tied in. First, yeah. Yeah. I'm just oh enjoying the, the logic of drunk Jimmy being like, I'm already having sex with this girl, but you know what would impress her more? Superhero <laughs> landing. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed until like 3 a.m. at that party because that was Jimmy's ride. Letting Jimmy just like, you know, get his groove on in the in the barn. And I'm like with the kid, but, with his like mother, with like the family, like the cops have come forgetting. by because the party was loud. Yeah. Hid, you're forgetting hid re- in the kitchen. <laughs> I remember, I remember, I remember being on uh, on the second floor after the show. And I remember the cops. I remember it's not the second floor. You were on a, it was the loft of a barn. It's not like <laughs> That is the second floor of bar. Like a mezzanine. It? <laughs> it hurt. That landing hurt. So oh second floor it is. The point is, we're a bunch of old men and Jimmy's broken. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new name of the band. So, like, so old, you definitely, so first off, I want to say I'm glad that like not bad. I'm glad you were able to get over like Eddie Stigma of podcast because I because I, now I feel bad that like you're on this podcast. I'm glad that nothing bad is happening to you guys. So no, good, no, no. that's we, good. We we love podcasts. We love radio. We we used to do a local radio uh, show all the time in this in the the Cambridge Boston area. So yeah, we 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 love doing podcasts, as you can tell. That's- <laughs> So, so, so you had this very comical kind of like you could you could probably make it into a movie of how the Negans came to be from these different you know uh, dynamics of life and what you guys are going through and it's it's really just a really funny story to hear so I I hope you continue to tell you it uh, tell uh, to tell it for the legacy of the band itself but um, I mean let's I, I think we could address you know the biggest elephant in the room which was 2020 being the biggest pain in the ass year that anyone's ever had and that's the nicest way to put it um and obviously you know Mm -hmm. last year we talked to a lot of bands we talked to what they were currently going through and how they were surviving and everything from bands not even be able to do anything to some bands that were able to just get an album out um last minute due to time constraints they were dealing with um but at the same time you know still regardless there was no end in sight of when things might come back to normal so i want to just ask you guys you know well in general what was it like last year and being a band being the negans and trying to get anything out and are you still feeling effects from that right now i mean obviously the virus the vaccine was just recently released to the public so i'm assuming that there you are still being affected it by it some way but uh how, how was it for the negans well, it's it's weird to still think that that's last year. Like uh, we, yeah. it's 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 so continued that it's just all together, you know. Um, yeah. But literally, um, when we're when we were in the studio, was it January, February? Like it right was right at the beginning of the year. Yeah, yeah. we were. Yeah. The hardest part, I think, was that we were gearing up to release our first full album, Something to Fear. And um, we had been doing recording sessions at the end of 2019, the beginning of 2020. We were getting everything all ready to go. We had a full show schedule lined up at least through half the year, maybe more. We had like October shows lined up. Um, we, well, we had... 
yeah, the the big CD release. Like yeah. he had all mm-hmm. this plans of promotion, music videos. Like we're gonna build it up, the hype and all that. And and it all went out the window. And we released an album sight unseen during a pandemic, which we're proud of being able to at least get that music out there. And uh, you know, hopefully getting the recordings of it is helping some people through being sort of stuck at home, not able to go to shows and stuff. But that was the hard part for me. Well, and what I, uh, what I want to say though, is that, and, and it, uh, I think it's obvious, but I don't think a lot of people really kind of talked about it enough. And I, and I know we tried to, but uh, the biggest thing for just even any artist is having an interruption to your routine and how that can affect your creative process. It can be very significant. And obviously I can't speak for everyone who, who, who is an artist who does have a creative process, but I can only speak from just our point of view and who we've talked to based off that. I mean, was it hard to come back to the band and write stuff? I mean, did you have that struggle with motivation with how limited things were? Yeah. Well, we actually, we, we got hit with a double hit though because not only did the pandemic sort of pause everything but then uh, our practice space uh the other bands that were in the practice space basically had to go on a indefinite hiatus so we lost our our central where all our gear was where we could go and, and practice and and play and all that so yeah we i mean we we didn't have anything to be able to kind of start off of in the yeah. in the in the beginning, in the in the beginning, it was weird because in, what was it? March. The last party we had at your house, Rev, was March. Friday the thirteenth. I remember is basically what I call the start of the pandemic for us. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember we were joking about it because we thought it was like it was just a little thing that was going to happen and go away. So I wasn't feeling it quite. I remember even coming home the next day. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to get on. I'm going to get on here. Do like I had an idea for a song on the bus and I got on and I sang this song about. Yeah. And I was like feeling okay. And all of a sudden things got worse. Like things got like, you know, the bus schedule, like for me, like got cut in half. Uh, Everything started closing down. And then all of a sudden I I just I just felt it like it was so weird. Like all of a sudden it was like, oh, this is no not that big of a deal to. Oh, shit everything's down and out so then i thought all right i can do this so i set up this whole thing so i can use zoom and i had this whole idea in my head i was like oh i'm gonna do like my own thing i sit down do live performances and every day i walked in the kitchen where i have this all set up and i just looked at the stuff and i was just like i just don't feel like doing it and and, it, and every day went by and I pretty much am a songwriting machine. If you ask anybody, I'm like, I he just, <laughs> I am just like, I have all these ideas and I started writing a song and that was the only song I wrote. I, I could not, I couldn't, I, I got on my guitar to write new stuff. And I just looked around thinking of like, no, no band practices, no shows, all of the cool things we had, you know, lined up just kind of like, it was almost like a stake through the heart. Like, I just felt so disconnected. And then the longer things went on, I know we got together a couple of times. Uh, we did, it. yeah. Hmm. yeah. We and did a couple of like kinda, Facebook Live shows. Yeah, and that kind of uplifting. But then the, the, the whole album not being a big party release hmm. and not us like, that's what we would have done. You know, we would have like invited our friends, uh, our, <clears throat> our, you know, our friend's band, and we would have had one night where we played the whole album and all of a sudden, that doesn't exist anymore. And then pretty soon, I got hit with COVID. During my favorite month, I was sick. 
I was sick the whole October, all of November. I was out of work. And COVID really hit me hard in the beginning of those, like the, the first two weeks where all I could do was go from the couch to the futon. I couldn't sleep in my own bed because my wife, you know, we had to stay separate. So it was like, I was like pretty much like this defeated, but other than having all these aches and pains and it just fatigue, it was like, I looked at the guitar and I was like, I tried, I couldn't even lift it some days. My, my, my arm muscles were just aching and I'm like, this sucks. And, and it just kept going on for on and on and on, you know, Halloween didn't feel like Halloween. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It just like, it, it felt, at the end of all of this, felt defeated. I felt defeated. It was, it was very, you know, sad. But this is happy. I'm, I'm, I'm glad this is going on. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're, this I'm moment's glad you're good. This yeah. moment's good. No, dude, I'm, glad you, I'm actually really glad to see that you got better, obviously, from COVID and everything. Just like with how serious it is and stuff. It's awesome that you got, got through it. Yeah, it, it, was, it was funny because my doctor, so I got, I got sick on Columbus day Columbus day night and it was weird it was like oh i got a fever and i'm like oh shit i got a fever and then i'm like but it was like 99 or something like that so it wasn't that high the next morning it reached 100 called my doctor up called my doctor up and i was like um do you think i got covid and he was like you're getting tested i'm like okay fine i came back and i remember the phone call he's like he seemed so happy like because he was trying to make congratulations (laughs) you won COVID you're a mystery winner (laughs) but yeah I mean because he saw he was trying to make it upbeat and he was basically like you're dying he was like like, guess who doesn't have to pay bills anymore (laughs) (laughs) sorry <laughs> apologies, I apologize, Jim. I didn't mean to overtalk you. It's it's fine. I'm just thinking about how I did still have to pay bills. And I was like, oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh. I, I ruined right. it. Well, check out the <laughs> this was a good interview. <laughs> um so <laughs> uh so so yeah, but, so you, you yeah, really I'm, he go said ahead. Have it, and I'm like, oh. yeah. I was just gonna say he said I have it and then I was like I like most of those like you were saying like most of those nights I was like I didn't he was like you're 40 so you'll be good but most of those nights laying in the futon I was kind of like am I good am I gonna wake up (laughs) am I I gonna wake up tomorrow and feel twice as worse so you never know and I'm do I still have to pay bills yeah who knows But yeah, I mean, I'm glad that I'm out of it, and yeah. you know that I'm here with you guys. Yeah. The, Not in a box. We're, we're trying. We're trying to stay. We're trying to stay optimistic. It's obviously very tough. The band yeah. has done a couple of Facebook live shows. Uh, just uh, we we tried to do. Um, we do like acoustic performance out of my living room. Uh, and then we even hop on like uh, um, like we do like Jackbox games uh, online to play along with like, you know, friends to keep the kind of mm-hmm. community going because um, the, the band, you know, had some pretty decent momentum going, uh, you know, a year ago. Uh, and then 2020, obviously, just kind of put up brakes on that. Um, and the hope is uh, rumor has it people are beginning to start booking shows again for like mm-hmm. midsummer, late, late. 
2021. Uh, so yeah, we, you know, the album will be out uh, and a lot of people have it and they're loving it. Thank goodness. But um, yeah, we will still plan to eventually do a, a, an album release show where we'll play the, the album, you know, front to back and, you know, have a party, you know, a big, Hey, we survived the pandemic party. So yeah. <laughs> And I do want to give credit to your album, Something to Fear. It, I've uh, when you reached, you reached out to us, I, I listened to it the first time you sent it to us, and then um, as we got a little closer to getting to this interview, I re-listened to the whole album again, and I keep listening over and over. And there's always going to be songs that stick out, but one that all, I always keep coming back to for some reason is definitely Lizzie's Laminate. I, I don't know why, but I come back to that one a lot. I love the way you guys play. I love the way you sing. Uh, and, and in no way it is that, um, you know, comparing it towards the rest of the songs in the album, but I, I just more so just like to focus on that one for the moment of how how I interpret it. And it's just a very catchy, good song that I keep coming back to. And I just, even today, like on my way uh, back to the apartment from the guitar lesson I was giving, I kept singing just the chorus in my head over and over, um, the look in the flowers, look at the flower. And I was just keep thinking about it over and I'm like, it's such a good song and it's such a good album. And it, I'm just glad that we can get you on this interview. I'm glad that we can help you guys out um, because it is a very solid, it's a very good album and it's definitely one that deserves more attention. And I, I just like every, any other band that was screwed over because of the pandemic, if we can help get more attention and get more eyes on it uh let's do it um but to to upturn things to a little yeah. bit of a better emotions uh you guys willing to play a quick horror game with us and then uh and then we'll finish off on our last two talking points for today sure sure, sure. just uh, i yeah. want to hit on uh on lizzie's lament though uh, okay go ahead uh, yeah fun fun so that's pro the plan is that for the uh, Virgin to be the, like the next big single, uh, we we plan to release that, do a music video, whole nine yards for it. Um, but obviously, because we can't really have more than like nine people in a room, we're not making music videos and stuff like that. Uh, but the um, Lizzie seems to just constantly be getting great feedback from everyone. Uh, and you know, I I have to just go on record that like uh, I was I was the one member of the band being like adamant against that song. I'm like, I, well, I have to. See, I always thought that was me. Like that was like not against it, but it was like to me, it was always one of our like weakest songs. But I'm like, but it's a song that everybody loves. So I'm like, okay. That's, <laughs> see, that's, it's funny. Like that's the funny because it's song. my favorite. Yeah, exactly. It's my favorite to sing. I love playing it and I love singing it. I think it's the first time that I actually like wrote a song that I concentrated on singing it. Like it to me, it's it just feels like I sang it. I mean, I sing the other songs. I just I don't know. I love playing it and singing it. So no, no, I'm no, so I, happy I, that people feel what I feel about it. Exactly. It's the one song you decide to put effort in. Is is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding with you completely. Uh, but all right, yeah. But I mean, uh, let's. I mean, yeah, yeah. Let's play games. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's jump into it. So uh, we did this Shut game. Up, trying to... <laughs> it, it, no, really, the album itself is something to fear. Is a actually fantastic album, and Lizzie's Lemonade is just another great song off the whole album. So ghouls, gals, creeps, immunes, please check out their uh, Negan's latest release, Something to Fear. It's everywhere you can get music. Obviously, we're going to encourage you to go to their Bandcamp and buy it. Um, but uh, please, please show your support. Go check it out. Follow them and give them that love. But let's jump into our horror game. Stop. 
So we did this game with Crystal from Horror Nights in podcast. Um, and make sure you get you check her out. Shout out to her. She's a good friend of the show. But we're going to continue that game with here. And that is in the spirit of our coverage of the Hotel Colorado being one of the most known haunted locations in the world, or at least Colorado itself. We wanted to ask the Negans, if you could be a ghost, who or what would you haunt? <laughs> Jimmy, you wanted to win the ghost earlier. Do you want to go so first? Who, so where and, and who? Where where or who? No, no, no. It, like, you, where, it can be both you if you want. Yeah. Oh, so what You could either haunt, haunt a, a person. Or a place, like a Taco Bell. Or like an, or an object, you know? <laughs> like you could haunt a whole built place. You could be like a Dibbuk where you only haunt a, you're a haunted part of this object. So like whoever's in possession of it, that's who you haunt. Or oh, I like that. you that's just want yeah, a so, specific person. So if you want a good example, I like, that. like I, I chose to, like if I was a ghost, I would do a whole grand tour of haunting Westboro Baptist Church. So that way they could at least be honest when you know, they throw <laughs> out the shit that they say. Um, and Cody chose to be a ghost that would haunt the boys, mess, the the men's restroom in Madison Square Garden, so mm. he can see all the shows that he wants, but still get the his scary. The men's room but... at the Madison Square Garden. Yeah, <laughs> so ah. that, those are those are a couple examples. We, uh, Crystal picked a grocery was, store. That was haunted grocery. That was store. a good show, guys. I'm glad that we we saw. I'm glad we got to the Madison Square Garden <laughs> for the Misfit Show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Huh. So if, if that helps, I'm, why haven't I thought about this? I have. I've never thought about being well, a ghost. <laughs> So I would, I would do, I would, I mean, it's, it's obvious, it's, it's obvious, but I would probably, I would do it like Friday the 13th, the series. So I'd haunt an object, uh, <laughs> you know, like a cursed object. So I, I would, I mean, it's obvious, but I would totally haunt a base, you know, some sort of like oh nice haunt, haunted base where like somebody gets it, gets instant success, but like dies tragic and horribly every time. <laughs> and then like the base gets passed on to like, you know, their, their biggest fan or something. And I just continuously like, you know, devil's okay. advocate, give them success and stardom only to like kill them horribly and, you know, tra- you tragically. You a horror time. movie out of that. Like, yeah, I like that. Early on in the movie, you're just like yeah. like you're like the base electrocutes you or something, right? And like your soul goes into it or, or what have you. And and, yeah, and the exactly. more the more the person that plays the base, the more decrepit they get, but the more like fleshy looking the base looks, right? And <laughs> Ooh, it's just yeah, yeah cool. see, it writes itself. Oh. It writes itself. And, and then you could even have just, the old yeah, it writes itself. It's totally fine. <laughs> you, you could have the old crone. They're dude. finally dead. The base turns back to a regular base. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> their soul gets trapped inside. <laughs> you, you, you'll have the guy that you buy the base from. It'll be like it'll be like from a thrift store. It'll be an old guy running through stuff and be like, "Oh, they say that that base whales that is turned into the base <laughs> yeah, like, uh, from uh, long ago." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! All right, right, so I'm done. Next. Uh, All right, all right. I've been thinking, I think, maybe a movie theater, because I I can watch all the movies after I'm dead and still fuck with people's popcorns. Oh, my God. You could be a vigilante (laughs) ghost. You could be the one that fucks over dudes that won't shut up in a movie. (laughs) Nice. I was thinking, like, someone's super into this, like, horror movie or something. They're just chowing down on the popcorn, and right when the scary scene happens, your ghost just winds up and slaps the popcorn <laughs> out of their hands, and so it flings across yes. the thing, and they're like, oh! 
<laughs> like, oh and you're God. just like, yeah, that was a good scene. <laughs> you would be my favorite ghost if you would especially like go haunt those fuckers that decide to bring vape pens to a movie theater and blow them in up into the screen. Th- those guys. Those guys yeah, definitely deserve to have here. some poltergeist shit happen to them. <laughs> that sucks. Oh my god, that's I've like, never I, I've never seen yeah, that. Yeah, I can't even oh, comprehend a, that. I've never that's seen that before. Here. That's It's got it's, it's like got to be because the the I mean, we're it's we're Massachusetts, so we've it, got Yeah, that's fair. Amount of rules about that, that's yeah. that's that's fair. Yeah, for us it's, it's definitely just, the weed. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I I almost followed the dude out into the actual like uh, auditorium to like have some words with him, but I mean, what is legally what I'm calling words yes. for the legal yes. sense? Words. It just doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. That's like it, it's you know you almost want to explain the the physics of how movie projection works and the <laughs> fact that like his smoke will disrupt the visual. Like, yeah, yeah. I just, oh. I just was like, you know, I never really understood murder before, but now I think I get it. <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. Now, now this makes sense to me. <laughs> one, of, um, one of the things I would, uh, one of the things I would do at a movie theater is, I don't know how I would do this as a ghost, but I would always want to make like the movie 3D. Like I love those movies <laughs> where people are watching and then like, busts out, and everybody's like, mm-hmm. "Well, this is an awesome 3D movie." Like I, I always thought, thought it was funny. You'd find a way to make Maximum Overdrive a 3D movie. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like that. Like, oh, soda cans at people when that dude's getting pelted by the machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like um, so uh, like a semi, Final Destination. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like Final Destination, the where where they're watching a bomb scene. Yeah, I feel um, they're watching I hear a bomb that... theme, and and everything's on fire. Mm-hmm. No, you can't, you can't do that. You can't do that in a movie theater. No fires. <laughs> I'm a ghost. I can do whatever I want in a movie theater. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You call gonna the do? cops? Burn me? Yeah. yeah. What are you? What are you gonna do? If I want to put a theater on fire, I'm a ghost. It's not gonna hurt me. I don't I care. Like, I'm already they dead. They call the ghost cops. Ghost cops. <laughs> ghost cops. Ghost, ghost cops. cops. I think I saw that movie. Wasn't that like Sam J and like Reynolds or something like that? Oh, R.I.P.D. What's yeah. what, was it? R.I.P.D. Yeah, that's the one. R.I.P.D. That's wow. R.I.P.D. With, uh, At least Ryan Reynolds and um, oh, what's his face? The guy from True Grit. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Oh, okay. So uh, it wasn't a black and white team up. Okay. No. I, yeah. I, was thinking, I, was thinking, I, I don't know why I was thinking of like Denzel Washington and Ryan Reynolds kind of movie. <laughs> you know, you're just writing it yourself. I'm, I'm writing my own movie about putting. I'm gonna stop talking because now I'm thinking about putting theaters uh, on fire. I don't. <laughs> that's bad. That's bad. That's a federal offense. Very bad. Don't do it, Joe. What would you do? Here at the Parker Horror Podcast, we are purely entertainment and do not actually equate anything said to this podcast to any real life crimes or arson. We do not the, promote arson. I don't even the, like, uh, the hey. opinions and viewpoints you of do. the guests <laughs> are there. Well, well, that takes away my whole, represent those of the podcast. I don't even like fire. I don't like fire. Fire Frankenstein. Fire scared Jimmy. I'm the Frankenstein. Joe, save us. What are you haunting? Joe or Joe, whoever wants to. I mean, 
Partially, I'm intrigued by like Rev's haunted base idea, except it would be like a haunted cowbell that just like compels <laughs> you to play. Until, it gives you fever. You know, everything. It gives yes. you a fever, and the only fever cure is more cowbell. Exactly. Perfect. That or just, or it's just going to be haunting cowbell. like an old like like or just one of these like you know punk basement clubs and just messing with the sound and everything constantly uh, like no no feedback. turn that down turn those vocals down turn that i did i suck. did turn them down <laughs> <laughs> so, see i like the cowbell idea because the only so how it would work is that after you play the cowbell you put it down and then you start getting a fever and you literally have exactly. to play exactly you have to, play. to you have survive. to continuously play 24/7 <laughs> <laughs> and if you stop playing, you would cook yourself. Oh my god! <laughs> nice, I like that. Yeah, I also like the idea oh. of just uh, you playing of a cowbell, like somehow being haunted by ghost cows from a slaughterhouse, or like a kill floor. Oh, or something. nice! And like in like the legends about it, that you have to uh, ring ring it to to to, ex- to exercise the ghost at three a.m. But if you ring it before then, then a then a herd of ghost cow just come over the hill and just. <laughs> You know, I, I feel like it would be called like Kill Bell, the cowbell that kills <laughs> exactly. I love it. Kill Bell. Kill Bell. All right. Mark, did, would you would you like to uh put in yours? Death death like cows. Death udders. Yeah. Um first of all, can you guys hear me? I've been having some connection problems on the call. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we can yeah. hear you. Here you all right, red. So so um, I know you said we could get a little political, and I'll keep this light. Uh, I would either haunt Congress, um, <laughs> okay. and okay. basically, and basically, anytime those fuckers start doing something, uh, you know, counter to what we need, uh, they'd have a bad night that night. You know, either that, or I'd haunt you know the kind of people who you know gentrify neighborhoods and wipe out culture in order to put up apartment buildings. You know. I'd, Haunt okay. them for you know wiping out stuff that's cool. Yeah, so Ooh, like nice. poltergeist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Poltergeist, and I'm basically yeah, I, I poltergeist people who think they're untouchable. You know what but I mean? But on a grander oh, yeah. scale. Nice. <laughs> wow, Mark yeah. bringing the reality. Mark being the re- <laughs> bringing the reality of the show. Here Listen, I want to bring my reality enough. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I get ghost powers, I want to do something to help out, you know? <laughs> and here I am talking about burning people in, in theaters. What kind of people? Well, you know, we help in different ways. <laughs> I'm burning people. I mean, I'm just scaring people on the toilet, so yeah. he's doing well, I'm taking, nice. All right, I'm, I'll take mine back, and I just remembered something I did for the summer of 2012. I want to haunt uh, a club, a nightclub, so I can drink all I can and just party as the dead guy. How's that? But you're, go- you're a ghost. You can't get drunk. Yeah, but here's the thing. Every well, time over, he like hits up a girl, and then the girl would come back like a week later, like, "Hey, do you remember this guy at the club?" Oh, yeah. Thing? Ooh, and then that's the bartender awesome. would be like, "That guy died thirty years ago." <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you're also All the guys who get crazy that, drunk that, trying to keep up with him. Mark sent you. Every. I, I, Everybody would get like alcohol poisoning because they'd be like the guy at the right, Joe. I'd be the guy at the bar going, Yeah, I can do three, <laughs> I can do five. What do you got? And then, and then I would be like, Watch my superhero landing. 
<laughs> and then you jump, but you don't fall. It's <laughs> like, watch me pay bills. Yeah. How drunk, you, <laughs> how drunk do you think you are now? <laughs> As you float away. <laughs> I just do a Superman and go. Yeah. <laughs> just, you gotta stop right, selling moonshine. <laughs> I'm cut off. <laughs> I cut myself off there. <laughs> like that's. <laughs> I um. It, unfortunately, we do have to actually start wrapping up. But I mean, that was a fun fucking game. You guys had a lot of fun with that. I that was fun as hell. I do yeah. want to say though about the cow one because if we did go with the cow one being a movie, I would want. I could see it right now that uh reviewers would call it utterly terrifying. Oh, oh yeah. that's good. Apocalypse. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the reviews nice. right nice. itself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before we wrap out the show today again Negans, thank you for coming on and getting uh giving the chance to get to know you and giving our listeners the chance to get to know you as we wrap up the show we always want to play our favorite favorite game well it's not even much of a game it's more just hearing stories and these stories are the craziest <laughs> stories that have happened at a show that the Negans have played or maybe you guys have attended something that hasn't been seen at normal conventional you know country or pump op shows this is the only shit that you would see in the underground scene what what is the crazy story that you're willing to share <laughs> i feel, I feel like we're doesn't place stuff. you at a crime I, I feel i feel like G- the 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 my band breaking up jimmy jumping off of the loft <laughs> to, to stop the fist fight I mean, like it doesn't want to involve- share it it's your choice. <laughs> Man, I was I was shit faced for all those shows I've ever played. So it's well, like, well, if you can think of one, I'm the I'm your designated driver, so I'll remember it. So so, so if I gave you like a, a a date and a place, you would remember all my shenanigans. I don't know about remembering your shenanigans. <laughs> I don't know that must be a specific one. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Joe, are we talking Mark? about the craziest thing we've done, or are we talking about the craziest thing that like we've seen? Either. You could do either either the craziest thing that you've done or that you've seen at a show that you played or have attended. So I think one of the crazy things that happened with our band um, was, and I mean, these guys probably have a better one than this, but uh, one of our first shows we played over at uh, Ralph's in Worcester. And um, it was, what was it like part, burlesque part like circusy sideshow shit and there was supposed to be us and like two other bands and both of the other bands didn't show up so we opened the show and then we closed the show we ended up having to play two sets but the best it, it, and that so was we basically like had to play our... the same set twice yeah. <laughs> no no so we didn't play we, so we didn't play new. the same we didn't play the same. we played like guys, one song different yeah you got we played yeah. nine inch nails <laughs> yeah we, we did the nine inch nails, nails cover that we never practiced <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh my god. How how did you say um, that? You're just like, we gotta do the Senate Nails cover. I don't know. Start moaning in the mic, play a riff. Fucking it sounds like <laughs> that, right? That's pretty much what we told Jimmy. Because my old band used to do the cover of it. Joe, when he was in Mark's band, used to do a cover of it. So Jimmy was the only one in the I, band that didn't that hadn't done it yet. No, I didn't know the chords. I tried. I did the sound effects during I think the 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 chorus or the verse it's like a it's like a i don't know what i was doing yeah it's fine that that, that was actually Jimmy just, so I, I was doing the static <laughs> i was doing the static but I, it looked good it sounded great you guys did awesome i mean that's all 
We pulled it, was, it out. We pulled the, it out of the, our asses. The audience was literally the burlesque troupe putting clothes on and leaving. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, no. Were the, we the got... random like girls that came up from downstairs or something? Yeah, yeah. We got yeah. some townies. We got the we got the college kids from underneath us, and they were like, "You guys rule, man!" And we're like, "Thank you, uh, <laughs> thank you for coming by." Oh man, uh, guys, Negans, you guys are just uh, you're a band full of just like good dudes that lo- that obviously love playing great music, love love talking about what you would do if you were ghosts. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, we really love that question that we've landings. never had before. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're, we're definitely gonna have to bring you back on the show here in the future, yeah. whether that's for another band interview, or main show content. We'll definitely we'll we'll have that conversation, and uh, and I do hope sure. that uh, again, ghouls, guys means you go and and buy their latest album from their band camp you know check them out follow them support them please support them on facebook and everywhere that their links are in the descriptions below but in case i am missing anything guys where else can all the amazing ghouls gals creeps minions go to support you and support the Neganz? uh we've got all the typical stuff uh we're uh old so we use facebook a lot YouTube. Um, but yeah, we've got YouTube. There, there is an Instagram. Uh, we've actually started to develop uh, fan bases on Twitter. Uh, we have a bunch of international fans uh, that kind of follow us on Twitter. So we've been kind of using that a bit in pieces. Uh, not as good as Eve Six Twitters, but still pretty, pretty entertaining nonetheless. Um, yeah, and and uh, we're working on trying to do more uh, stream shows. Facebook live stuff. Uh, we're we're slowly developing a, a Twitch channel. If we can figure out who stole the Negan's name from us on Twitch, um, <laughs> but yeah, so they, they'll search us. We'll be out there, and and uh, as soon as we can start playing shows in New England, we'll be out playing shows all the time. Uh, and we do want to eventually take the album on tour uh, to some degree, uh, probably something on East Coast um you know so keep an eye for that you know for now he's cool yeah. for now world later <laughs> i was gonna say colorado but all right the world <laughs> colorado is in the world <laughs> so so yeah so so there'll, there'll be stuff it's it's you know everything's just you know on pause for now but we'll be you know back with a vengeance when i can start making stuff to be, to be to promote again absolutely <laughs> Well, we hope that happens sooner for you guys than than later for sure, and and, and for every band, honestly. Like this shit needs to mm-hmm. be over with. We need to get past this pandemic. We need to go back to being what makes a community community and and everything that uh, entails into it. Again, yeah. Well, if Jimmy Jimmy would just share his vaccine, we'd be you know, halfway <laughs> yeah, there. I, I work. I got I got the vaccine real fast. I got the vaccine yesterday. I'm kind of feeling it right now. It's sore. It feels like a flu. You know, after you get your flu shot. It's ca- it's because it's because you had COVID. I'm telling you, it's fine for people that haven't had COVID, but if you've had COVID, so it, so it, what? The COVID in my wrong. body is fighting the new co- the fake COVID antibodies. They're just going at it. It's like it's like yes. reawakening some of your COVID. <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> I can feel them. I can feel. Like them I thought that shit was gone. Look <laughs> exactly, Jimmy. All you need to do is just either just decide to bleed into some cups or spit into a cup for everyone, and everybody will just take. Oh it god! And, and I think that. <laughs> solve the issue right like that that's how science works 
Yeah, yeah, it's totally fine. And pay bills. And pay bills. Pay bills. And pay bills. I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, ghouls, gals, creeps, mutants. We know that you're a lovely fan base. We know that you're a lovely listener base, and you support the hell out of acts like the Negans. So again, please check out the links below in the episode notes and description if you are listening on YouTube. Go support them. Buy an album, and keep your eyes open for their live streams. And make sure you keep their eyes open for when tours start opening up again, and they can actually start coming out, and we can see and play because i know i'm going to be buying my tickets that's for sure Ian negan's thank you so much for coming on for hanging out with us i do want to also send another thank you to mark i know he was having some connection issues so thank you mark for being on here as well um and again guys thank you so much if you have anything else you'd like to say to the fans or anyone else please feel free to do so no um thanks for having us it, you know yeah, i know it took us for forever us. to uh schedule all of this but it you know it was a blast yeah, thanks for to be back. thanks for reuniting us this is like a- <laughs> <laughs> the band had barely sees each other during yeah. uh, pandemic. So Joe but, had yeah. hair before this. So, I mean, this is really- <laughs> 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 all righty again, ghouls, gas groups, moons, please check out the Negan's support them. Give them some love. We know you're good at it. And again, Negan's thank you for being on here and we will have you on again soon. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Thank you. you.